Hello and welcome. It's Tuesday, the 28th of April, 2020, and we're back with episode 150. Yep, the big 150. So today we've got three interesting things to discuss. Uh, but first, just a friendly reminder, if you're a fan of this podcast, be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave five stars, if you please. Also, don't forget we've got a webinar coming up on the 7th of May on all things autonomous vehicles, construction, and real estate. So if that sounds even vaguely interesting, be sure to register. You can find out more over at hoagandco.com. Click the blue banner at the top. That's H-O-A-G-A-N-D-C-O.com. So today, Ford delays autonomous vehicle service until 2022. GM's Maven shuts down. And Audi releases its autonomous driving data set known as A2D2. All this right now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, well kick things off today uh yeah some pretty disappointing news from ford they've announced that they're going to be delaying their plans to launch their av service until 2022 they're attributing this of course to the current covid19 pandemic so this is news shared over at TechCrunch. you can read about it in detail there and when we say that ford have delayed their autonomous vehicle service plans what this really means is that ford in conjunction with Argo AI, have delayed their plans. Because if you remember, the way it's set up here is that Ford is to Argo as GM is to Cruise. Well, sort of, anyway. Kind of. Not really, because Cruise is actually building an entire vehicle. GM is effectively funding it. Uh, In this case, Argo AI is rather different. They're not actually building the vehicle. Rather, they are developing... Uh, the so-called virtual driver system and the high-definition maps that are being integrated into Ford's vehicles. So actually, now that I say that, a far better analogy really is something more like um, Hyundai and Aptiv, right? The idea being that Hyundai develops the vehicles and Aptiv develops the software that'll be plugged into those vehicles because in many cases, you've got these small tech startups essentially which are developing the the, the, the software, the computer vision, and so on, but they don't have the manufacturing capability or, frankly, the desire to build vehicles from the ground up. Um, and so they turn to partner up with existing vehicle manufacturers, which makes a lot of sense because those vehicle manufacturers tend not to have the sort of laser-focused expertise on, well, all the AV software stack that is necessary to build AVs. Uh, then again, looking at crews, they are rather different. They were building the vehicles, or at least they were heavily retrofitting existing Chevy Bolts, 
Uh, and now, of course, they're building their own vehicles in the form of the Chevy, I mean, in the uh, the, the Cruze Origin. Uh, regardless, uh, so that's what we've got here is that Ford and their partner Argo, uh, into which, by the way, they invested $1 billion back in 2017. Uh, they've been testing uh, with the likes of Walmart, Domino's, and Postmates. Uh, anyway, let me just read for you uh, the blurb given. Uh, it's a statement from Ford, um, and it says simply, Given the challenges of the current business environment, as well as the need to evaluate the long-term impact of COVID-19 on customer behaviors, Ford made the decision to shift the launch of its self-driving services to 2022. It goes on to explain that they really need to make sure they understand customer behavior during this challenging time, and they want to make sure they basically do things right before they get it all wrong, etc., etc. If it seems like I'm kind of rambling this and rambling along through this with sort of a dismissive wave of my hand that is exactly what i'm doing as i'm recording this because i do find it disappointingly dismissive um to the point of the last what i think several podcast episodes that i've done i think this is a really uh frustratingly missed opportunity it's a real dropped ball i don't think that ford should be delaying this i don't even know i mean okay the word choice is they're going to delay the launch well surely they're going to continue to expand excessively test um i mean as i've said time and again this is the time that testing should really really pick up pace actually Uh, you've got so much unused or at least underutilized roads in cities all around the world what better time indeed than right now to keep testing anyway i'm not going to go off on that again i just wanted to share with you that sadly we are seeing this this even with ford now where where they're just sort of putting a pause on things um Fortunately, I guess for Ford, they're big enough they can effectively weather this storm, as as it were. And obviously, Argo now invested heavily by Ford. They're going to be just fine too, I suppose. But anyway, to me, this is a rather disappointing step in a very wrong direction. So, I I don't really have much more to say on that. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Speaking of disappointing things, um, and this actually kind of really disappoints me at a personal level uh, but we've just talked about ford now let's talk a bit about gm because gm's maven is shutting down uh if that name rings a bell well cool you're amongst the minority probably and if it doesn't ring a bell well that's a bit more normal because you see that's probably part of the reason why it is shutting down maven was gm's attempt at well car sharing it's a thing that they fired up um i actually don't remember when they fired up uh, hmm sorry i should have checked this look they fired up a few years ago in certain cities throughout the u.s um they initially were really more of a rival to so-called fleet services like for instance car to go so the idea was that gm uh would sort of populate certain high density urban cores around the country and as i if i remember correctly it was u.s only Uh, They would sort of populate their own GM vehicles throughout the city. So effectively, then, this would function as a pretty good 
advertising mechanism when you think about it. And so you'd kind of pull out your app like any other sort of ride-sharing thing, and you'd sort of see what cars are around you. And so in San Francisco, for example, I would see, for instance, a few different SUVs, a few sedans. Um, And then in 2018, they ended up allowing people to share their own cars. I actually had the chance to try this thing. This was back in, uh, oh, about a year ago, actually. So June of of last year, if you remember, I spent a month in D.C. My wife and I picked up a Maven, an SUV, uh, sort of one of their smaller midsize SUVs. I forget which one it was now. Picked it up, drove it for a couple hours into Maryland and back into D.C. to visit with with someone. And, um, well, the point is it worked great. And it was super convenient, too, and very easy. I mean, when I say easy, I mean, there was literally actually nothing to do at all. In this particular case, uh, so the way GM did it was they they, they they parked their vehicles in, frankly, really nice spots. Typically, they were parked in hotel valets, um, hotel valet parking lots. Uh, so you'd kind of walk up to the hotel valet, as we did here. In this case, it was something super nice. I think it was a Four Seasons or... Is it the Four Seasons right there in Georgetown outside of D.C.? Um, in any event, you walk up to the valet window. You just kind of show your app and they you know, show them your phone and they walk you to the car. And that's the end of it. Really easy, really nice. You don't have to pay for anything, not insurance. You don't have to refuel the gas tank. It worked great. And I recall that if you did the math on it for the few hours that we needed the car, it was actually quite a bit cheaper and certainly nicer and easier than renting a car through, say, Enterprise or wherever. Uh, It didn't make sense economically, I think, more than a day or two out, frankly. But for a few hours to run around town, it was really great. It worked fantastically well i really loved it and frankly i totally would have kept using it and well now it's gone now obviously the obvious theory is that covid killed uh, maven and well i think a better way to say it is that was probably the final nail in the coffin because as i began by suggesting chances are you may have never even heard of maven i don't know why it never really picked up steam honestly i and i'm a bit embarrassed to say that so frankly if any of you have tried it please shoot me a note on twitter at autonomous hogue or find me on linkedin connect shoot me a note email me whatever i'm really really curious if you used it let me know what you think or what you thought of it um i'm especially curious to know what you thought if you didn't like it in other words why didn't you like it because i haven't really heard or read a compelling argument why it frankly wasn't so popular because again i really liked it that one time i tried it um and if you haven't heard of it, uh, like I said, that that sort of I think explains the biggest issue here. And then, yeah, COVID was the final nail in the coffin. Obviously, nobody's really renting cars right now. Anyway, so yeah, I'm pretty sad to, to hear about that. I think it was a really great step in the right direction. Clearly, something went wrong in the execution. Um, but as you know, I'm a huge fan of all things involving uh, car sharing generally, even if admittedly, I don't do it anywhere near as much as I should. And yes, given COVID, car sharing is frankly the last thing that I want to do, or that I will be doing anytime soon, which is a shame. But to the point of my previous several episodes, Um, That's why I'm such a huge fan of fast-tracking, true, driverless, autonomous car sharing, at least point-to-point, very limited regions. That would be a really great thing, if only from a safety point of view. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so this is pretty cool. Um, I, I'm. This looks like it was just published. Uh, I think a couple hours ago, um, and I'm sort of at a loss for words because I didn't even know this was about to happen. It turns out that researchers at Audi have just released the Audi Autonomous Driving Dataset, otherwise known as Wait for it, A2D2. Yeah, that's pretty brilliant. Um, so, so the data set apparently includes such things as camera images, LIDAR point clouds, and vehicle control information, uh, 40,000 frames of which have been segmented and labeled for use in supervising autonomous vehicle learning. Apparently, this data set is available for commercial purposes. I'm paraphrasing-ish from a publication called InfoQ. Um, this is pretty remarkable. Uh, so I guess the idea is that... It's a collection of data that, well, it was it was the platform used to collect the data was an Audi Q7 e-tron. It's got six cameras and five lidar units that are rack mounted on the roof. Um, so, I guess they've been accumulating all this data and they're going to open it up to the public. Uh, this is not totally unusual. Um, for instance, Waymo provides its Waymo Open Data Set, the WOD. Uh, Lyft Level 5, that's Lyft's Autonomous Vehicle Division, otherwise known as LL5, uh, they released their data set last year. So I guess in this case, then, Audi is basically joining the ranks of those who have similarly released their data sets. And this kind of makes a lot of sense because I think there's a there's a general acceptance now, and frankly, for quite some time, as I've discussed in the past, that companies are realizing they really can't go about this alone. There's going to be a very real need to kind of uh, compare notes, as it were, um, so in this case, what have we got? So yeah, over 40,000 frames of data, uh, basically image and point cloud labels are are analyzed and uh, yeah labeled. So every pixel is assigned one of 38 different labels, such as a pedestrian or a truck. Um, nearly 13,000 of those frames also contain uh, 3D bounding boxes of the object. So it's not just that it's labeling the data, but it's also giving it an actual 3D uh, volume, right? An actual solid volume in 3D space. So uh, apparently it's published under the CC BYND 4.0 license. So yeah, it does allow commercial use uh, subject to the terms of the license. I think this is just pretty remarkable stuff because frankly, it also falls kind of within, I think, 24 hours of Audi, I mean, excuse me, Volkswagen admitting that because this was like a leaked memo or something, and 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 Volks, Volkswagen basically someone pretty high up announced that yeah Tesla is just so far ahead with their neural net that's learning something like a um, a million vehicles on the road now sort of uh, aggregating all this data and that there's just no way they can catch up and I think that concession is something we've been hearing a lot more of lately and this just goes to show how difficult all this really is. Um, 
And I guess in Audi's case, the idea is, hey, look, we're going to share what we've got. We're trusting you're going to do the same. We're all just going to be one big happy party and share everyone's data together. Um, This reminds me that there's a platform which allows for sort of crowdsourcing all this data and testing it within this platform. I'm drawing a blank now on the name of it. I'll have to circle back and see if uh, I remember what it was. And they kind of warrant a whole other discussion because I think I discussed them in the past. Um, Right. Anyway, that's all I've got on that. Uh, If I have more information, I'll be sure to circle back and share it with you. All right. Well, that is a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the week. I'll see you back here on Friday. Bye-bye.